Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. O-M-G. We made it. We made it to one year of the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. That is for every single week for the past year, minus one, because I did take one week off. Um, I've been consistently sharing podcast episodes and considering how scared I was whenever I decided that I was going to commit to this and go for it when I had zero experience and really not even really the time to devote to it, considering that I'm proud of myself. This is a big win for me and it has been such a cool, rewarding, lesson-filled year that it's kind of mind-blowing and it's really a testament to pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and kind of like chasing that inner nudge and pull on your heart and just going for it and deciding that, you know what, I'm going to go all in and what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is if I don't do this regardless of how this turns out, if I at least try this, that's a win. And that's the attitude that I went in to this whole journey. And, um, here we are a year later, there is no end in sight. I love it so much. And I'm just really, really excited. So anyway, in this episode, I'm going to break down what this year has looked like and cover some of the main lessons that I've learned. A lot of these things are specific to podcasting and um, I'm going to be giving kind of like an inside scoop on what it's like to be a podcaster, which might be interesting to you. But even if you have zero desire to start your own podcast at any point, which is totally fine, I feel like a lot of these lessons can be applicable to really just any new thing that you decide to go after in your business, especially when it relates to creating content, right? This can be applied. A lot of these lessons can probably be applied to maybe you want to start a YouTube channel or you want to just be consistent in your stories or blogging or something like that. If there's something that you're just wanting to add on to enhance your content for your people. I feel like a lot of these lessons that I'm going to be sharing today can be applied just to that overall concept. So, um, sit back and relax because I'm about to break it all down for you and be very honest about it. But before I dive in, I want to remind you that we still have a week left of my big six figure influencer, anniversary giveaway. I talked about it in last episode. So if you haven't heard, uh, listen up because there is still time to join the giveaway. So from now until March 9th, so this is going to close on Monday, March 9th, and the winner will be announced on the 9th. 
I am giving away a one-on-one -on -one intensive to one person where it's kind of two parts. The first part is I'm gonna do a full social media audit for the winner. I'll come through your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever it is that you show up to create content and I'll share with you, hey, these are the things that you're doing really, really well. Here are some things that we can clean up and here's how we can do that and maybe get more organized. And then the second piece of that is the intensive where you and I sit down together on a Zoom call and we map out how to achieve your next big goal together, starting from where you are to where you want to go. We'll map it out and I've sweetened the deal because I've gotten so many people that have um, applied to this giveaway already or entered this giveaway already, which is so cool. Um, so I wanted to sweeten the deal a bit and I'm adding in a week's worth of Voxer to that one-on-one -on -one intensive too. So after that Zoom call, you have access to me on Voxer to send me voice notes like as you're working through whatever it is that we talked about so you can get that continued support for another week. So it's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait to see who the winner is and how you can enter to win is by texting six figure to 31996. And that's six, the number six, and then figure, and that's two separate words. So six figure to 31996. All right, and you will get the details for that giveaway. If for whatever reason you cannot enter, I, there are some people's phones, like um, I know there are some women that listen to this that aren't in the United States and you will not be able to text that number. If that's the case, just shoot me a message on Instagram and we'll, we'll work it out together, all right? So six figure to 31996. The giveaway closes on Monday, March 9th, which is a week from uh, the day that this podcast goes live and good luck. I'm really excited. All right. So let's dive into the juice. So it's been a year since I started the six figure influencer. And I thought that I would start this before we dive into the lessons that I learned over the years. I was going to start this with just a little recap of how I even got started with a podcast in the first place because I think it's kind of interesting how it transpired. So let's take it back to end of 2018. And by then, you know, I was, I was hustling in my business. I had my plate pretty full and I was obsessed with podcasts. I listened to them religiously. I loved them so much and I always thought that it would be really cool to one day have my own, but it was never anything that was really on my radar anytime soon. It was just kind of one of those things like, oh yeah, probably in the future we'll add that to the list. And that was that. Well, the end of 2018, it was December and we're going into 2019 and I was really reflecting on the year. and. All of a sudden, I just, like, people kept bringing up a podcast to me, like my own podcast. It was just back-to-back, -back, multiple people would come to me, and they're like, why don't you do a podcast? You should do a podcast. And I think there was somebody that came up, 
and like thought I already had one. I don't know, it was really weird. It was all these really weird coincidences that was just planting this seed in my brain. And I could not shake it. I could not get the idea of starting a podcast out of my head. And I remember one day I was on a walk and I was really thinking about it. And I was just like, why not just go for it? Like, why not make that the thing that I incorporate in 2019 and just see where it goes? Like, what's the worst thing that can happen, right? So... In order to do that, first of all, I, I had no clue where to start. I had absolutely no idea how to get the process going, who to talk to, what the first thing I needed to do was. I didn't know what I was gonna talk about. I mean, I kinda knew like basically what I was gonna talk about, but I didn't know the title. I knew nothing. And I had been working with one of my girlfriends who I actually went to high school with. Her name is Caitlin. She was in my mastermind. I've known her for a really long time. I love her to death. And because she's in the mastermind, I knew that she and her husband, Philip, edited podcasts just kind of like as a side hustle. And I remember she had mentioned that before. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's like, what are the odds? That's perfect. I wonder if they're taking on new clients. So I reached out to Caitlin and I threw it out there and I said, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Is this something that you and Philip would want to take on? If so, let's get it started. Like, let me know what the next steps would be. And long story short, they were open to it. They were really excited and they were an absolute dream to work with. And we started, I can't remember whenever we started the process of the actual podcast and getting things going, but there were quite a lot of things that needed to be done and in place before the podcast actually went live. And this is something that I didn't know and maybe something that you don't either. So in order to get a podcast going, you need to know the following things. First of all, you need a theme for your podcast, right? You need to know like, what's the gist? What's the niche the genre, what are you going to be talking about, right? You don't want it to be, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are some that kind of don't really fall in much of a niche, but like for most of us, we want to know that. So that's the first thing you want to decide on a schedule for your podcast. What day of the week are you going to be putting out episodes about how long average time limit will they be? Some podcasts have short and sweet, you know, 10 to 15 minute episodes. Some people um, like, what's his face? Frick. Joe Rogan. I had to look him up. I love him. I love his podcast and I totally just forgot his name. Anyway, but his podcast, their episodes are like on average two to three hours long. Super, super long. So anyway, you want to know like average time limit that you're going to stick with then you need obviously a title for your podcast. Then if you want music for your intro and outro, you need to pick that. You need to write and record an intro and outro. And then you probably want to go ahead and have a few episodes pre-recorded to have on there so people can listen to a couple to decide if they want to subscribe or not. 
you need to decide if you want to have it edited, which I highly, highly recommend versus trying to do it on your own. You need to choose a hosting site, which I had no idea. I thought that you just record something you record your voice on something and then you just like upload it straight to Apple. That is not how it's done. Do you actually sign up with a hosting site and then they distribute your episodes to Apple and Spotify and Google Play and all of those. Um, so I use Liz Lisbon for anybody interested. And then once you get all of that up and you or whoever is editing and producing your podcast, they will then upload it to Lisbon, and then you have to get your podcast approved on those different channels like Apple and Spotify, and then you're up. So getting all of those things together took quite some time because like I said, I had no clue, you know, a title or really anything. I just reached out, Hey, I want to do this. And they said, okay, so we got on a call. We went through all the things I just shared with you and we got started. And from that point, I don't know. I, I think we probably met in January to have this first discussion. So it took a couple of months for me, in addition to all the other things I had going on in my business and life to get all of those things in place. Um, for other people, I know I just had a client who was in the mastermind and she came to me, she said she wanted to do a podcast and I talked her through it. I explained all the things she needed to do. And I want to say it was within two weeks she had her podcast up and on Apple. So it can be a quick process just depending on how much time you have to devote to it at that time. So anyway, March 4th, we put it out there, it gets approved on Apple and it is live and it was crazy. I was so nervous and excited and it's just, I remember feeling really excited and nervous that like all of a sudden I was on this huge platform with so many people that had the potential to listen. It was just, it felt a little daunting, but anyway, we made it through. And here we are a year later and I learned a lot of lessons along the way, like a lot. So let's dive into those now. So one of the first lessons that I learned immediately was that having a podcast was more work than I expected. Part of me thought like, how hard can it be? How hard can it be getting um, the equipment? Oh, by the way, that was something else I meant to mention. You have to get some, not a lot of equipment, but some, right? Like a mic um, and something to record on. I use a free app called Audacity, which you just download from the internet and that's worked great. And then I upload the episodes into Dropbox and that's where Caitlin and Philip pull them and then they work their magic. And out of, at that point, it's out of my hands. And the mic that I use for anybody wondering is a Blue Yeti mic from, and I got it from Amazon. But anyway, I went into this thinking, how hard can it be? You get in front of a mic and you talk. And for some people, 
that very well may be their experience. I do think that there are some people where this is the most natural thing in the world for them just to talk to nobody and put out amazing content. That was not the case for me. I was struggle bus city for a long time. I sometimes still am. I went through a serious awkward phase with my podcast. And what that looked like for me is just struggling with perfectionism, trying to put in the very best value into all the episodes and trying to make them overly perfect for the longest time. I don't know for how many episodes, but I'm sure if you go back and listen to some of the older ones, you can probably tell, but I would write out every single episode first. I would literally write it out as I would actually speak, like how I would talk, I would write it like that, and I would read it into the mic because I didn't want to miss anything. I didn't want to stumble over my words. I didn't want to sound ditzy. I didn't want to do a bunch of ums or anything like that. So I thought that that was the best way. And it worked okay, except for the fact that it took me so long to create each episode, like way too long, too much time that I personally had to spend on just one piece of content, right? So I definitely went through this awkward phase where I just had to find my groove and figure out what the best way for me was to create the content and then record it. And now what I do and what I was hoping to finally get to was I outline what I want the podcast to be. I make bullet points and special notes that I don't forget. And then I just talk. And for a while that, that still didn't come natural to me, but we're getting better. So I appreciate my listeners who have been listening for the whole year for kind of going on this journey with me. Anyway, so it was a lot more work up front, just creating the content, going through that weird, awkward phase, taking the time to do it. Um, it was just, you know, it's extra work. And at the time, like I said, this was before we had even hired cleaners to help us up out at the house. This was before we hired a nanny. It was very, very shortly after I started the podcast that I added in those extra, the extra elements of help in the household because I, I just, I didn't have a choice at that point, um, which was a blessing, but at the time it was kind of crazy, but we got through it. Another thing that added in extra time is like whenever I do interviews, which I love doing interviews, I feel like they're easier to do just having a conversation with somebody and kind of letting my interviewee provide the good content and the juice. Um, but you know, that requires like setting it up, getting graphics made, planning, going back and forth, all little things you don't really think about. So it was totally worth it. But for anybody who is wanting to either do their own podcast or some long form type of content for their own business, just understand that of course, there's gonna be some sort of awkward phase. It will require extra work, but I went into it again. I don't know if I said this yet or not, but I went into it like I didn't even put a time frame. I was just like, I'm gonna go all in and figure this out and like there's no turning back. 
So I was already committed just to like get through the hard times and eventually I did and it's a lot easier now as with anything that you first start doing. Practice makes closer to perfect. You're never gonna get to perfect, but closer. All right, so that was my first lesson. It was definitely more work than I initially expected, but the silver lining of that leads me to my second lesson, which is this podcast, this long form content required me to be more organized in my business. There was no more posting or creating a ton of content on the fly. It worked really well. It tied in beautifully to what I teach in Influence to Income on the content strategy portion, which is the pillar strategy, which is where you create one large long form piece of content and then repurpose it. So that worked beautifully into that strategy for me. So I, it required me to plan ahead so that obviously I knew what I had to record, but then how the rest of my content was gonna tie in with the podcast because I wanted it all to be complimentary. And that was a really nice piece of that because before I was more flying by the seat of my pants and now I'm acting more like a business owner in terms of my content, which was a nice silver lining there. The third lesson I learned about podcasting was it was more expensive upfront than I expected. Not only getting the equipment, which I mean, well, equipment, it was a mic, which is like a hundred bucks. So, okay, no big deal. But editing, right? That was something that I really hadn't considered before I talked to Caitlin and Philip. And at that point, it was like, well, okay. <laughs> um, it was something that I think a lot of people don't realize. And anytime one of my girls comes to me and talks about possibly creating their own podcast, this is one of the things that I bring up. I say, hey, you realize that you're going to want to get this edited, right? And a lot of the times they're like, well, I can probably do it myself, right? Like how hard can it be? And I always shut that down because absolutely not. Like that is not what anybody wants to spend their time doing unless you just love editing in general. It, it's a process, right? Like it takes a long time. It's tedious and there are professionals out there who will do it for you. And it's an investment in your business. So that's what I always push my clients to just to kind of like go into it up front, knowing that they're definitely going to want an editor. Otherwise, I feel like if you take that on yourself, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure if you have a busy schedule, because again, it's enough to create the content and to record it, but then to sit there and have to edit it and upload it to Lisbon or whoever you use. It's a process. So anyway, I went the editor route or I, I hired my editors, Caitlin and Philip, and it was such an amazing decision for me to be able to pass that off and delegate that. And that costs money, of course. So each month I pay a few hundred bucks to get my podcast edited so that it can come out and be the best quality for you. And 
up front, I was eating that cost big time. It was just an investment into my business. And technically, I still am, but I really do think the podcast has really helped me not only reach more people and get more exposure and more clients, thus bringing in more income into my business. And I don't know the exact numbers of that, but I know that that's just gonna keep growing, so I'm cool with it. And eventually, once I get to so many downloads and all of the things, we'll look into sponsorships and things like that. And then, you know, hopefully be able to recoup some of that upfront cost. But that was something that I definitely didn't really realize before I got into the the process of starting a podcast. It is more expensive than I expected, at least upfront. The next lesson that I learned is sometimes it's best to turn a blind eye to reviews. So like I said, I pour my heart and soul into these episodes and this isn't to like get sympathy or anything like that or a pat on the back like I've chosen to do this, but I work really hard on this. I really, really do. And early on, I started getting reviews and it was really exciting. And then a couple of times I would, I would take a glance at them and somebody left me like a one star review. And then I got like a three and a four and it was like a dagger in my heart, to be honest with you. It really was. And it's silly to say that because It's the nature of the game. The more people you expose yourself to, the more people are going to judge you and and be honest with their feedback and it's not always gonna be pretty. That's just part of it. So I figured that that was coming, but it really, it happened really early. Like I got a couple of bad reviews really, really early and it freaked me out. And I just said, okay, I'm not looking at my reviews anymore because I didn't want it to throw me off. And that was nice. You know, I was just like, whatever. And I've of course looked at them since I, especially now because I'm doing this giveaway and I'm getting a lot of the most thoughtful, kind, like mind blowingly sweet reviews. And they are like, I cannot tell you how good it makes me feel just to see what this podcast means to you. So I've been looking and that's been really cool, but it reminds me of a really powerful lesson just in business in general, that if you put so much weight into positive feedback, you have to put the same amount of weight into negative. And I think I'm saying that wrong, but the gist is like, If you let positive feedback carry you and make you feel amazing, then the negative feedback has the power to take you in that opposite direction. And while feedback is very important and you want your listeners to be honest and you want to know if you're doing a poor job or whatever, it's good to not be obsessed and and make it mean more than it needs to. So I've been keeping that in mind, just trying to take everything with a grain of salt and not take the positive feedback too seriously and certainly the negative feedback as well. 
um, and just trying to keep my head down and creating the best content that I can and trusting that the right people will get something from it. And then that leads me to my next lesson, which is, this one is funny. Podcasting has given me more credibility than I had before podcasting. So let me explain. Before I started podcasting, my business was good. I was growing. I had my people and you know, I was exposing myself to new people on Instagram every month or so, but then I started podcasting and it seemed like people started taking me more seriously. It's hard to explain. Like it seemed like all of a sudden people thought I was like cooler than what I am. It's, it's weird. And what I mean by that is for instance, like there have been some people who have found me from my podcast, which is awesome. And they'll send me a message and they're like being so kind and, and saying the nicest things and I'll share it. And they respond back with like, I can't believe you've responded. I can't believe you've shared. And that's really sweet, but I'm like, huh? It's, it's just weird, right? Cause it's like, it's just me. It's, <laughs> it's always been me, but it's funny how like all of a sudden podcasting, it's just, it's given me this, this weird credibility that I don't think I had before I started a podcast, even though I've been doing the same thing. Now I've been doing things longer. I've gotten more experience. I've added in the influence to income. There have been more things along with the podcast, which I'm sure does help. I'm sure it's not all the podcasts, but it just felt like all of a sudden people were taking me more seriously and it was very consistent to when I started the podcast. So it just made me laugh. And, um, and it's funny because I totally do the same thing with the podcast that I listen to, right? Like I love James Wedmore. And if he ever responded to any of my stuff, I would fangirl because I've been listening to his podcast for forever and Joe Rogan and, you know, a few other ones that Jess Lively, like all these other ones that I've been listening to for so long. And yeah, like I look at them like these superstars, these awesome business owners that I look up to that are doing this amazing job. And I think a big part of that is because I listen to their podcast because I don't really see much else of their content. So anyway, it's just like a little side note that I think is so funny, but anyway, last, last lesson that I'm going to share with you is starting this podcast and seeing myself through the awkward phases and the hard times and the struggle with creating content and making it a year through that has been extremely rewarding. It has shown me that I can do hard things. I can push myself out of my comfort zone. I can learn something new and see it through and be incredibly wildly consistent. I think I know that this podcast has been where I've shown up the most consistently through anything. Like even on Instagram, with my content, I mean, I post regularly, I show up regularly, but not on like specific days of the week. The podcast, I've been hella consistent 
since day one. And that's, it makes me really proud because pre-podcast, I didn't really see myself as that person. I aspired to be that person and I knew I had it in me, but it wasn't until I took a step over that line and I committed and I decided that that's what I was gonna do, period, end of discussion, whether it was hard, easy, whatever, like I was gonna show up every single week no matter what, and I did it. And that is just really, really rewarding and something that I'm proud of because it gives me more faith in myself and what I'm capable of. And it's a really cool lesson in something that I actually did a very, very early podcast on, um, episode three. And if you're wondering which episodes I read a script from, basically, like I wrote out and then read, this is for sure one of those episodes. It was so long. It took me, <laughs> I worked so hard on it. Um, but episode three of this podcast, uploading, up leveling without the sabotage is a perfect example. Like this podcast is that I decided to do something new. I was turning up the heat in my business. I was putting myself out of my comfort zone. It was hot. I was uncomfortable. I had to get through the awkwardness and self-sabotage for sure tried to set in many, many times, too many times to count, but I persevered and here we are. And it was just a really rewarding experience. So those are my lessons from doing something for an entire year that scared the absolutes you know what out of me. And my call to action for you is there is something on your heart that I know you are curious about, that I know you are curious about trying or asking about or whatever that looks like. It could be a new long form piece of content. It could be investing in your business, starting a business, a new phase of your business, taking on more clients, whatever that looks like. There is something on your heart right now that you want to try, but for whatever reason, you haven't done it yet. You're procrastinating on it. You keep putting it off. And if you're like most people, and especially like myself, still to this day, and especially years ago, probably the underlying reason why you're putting that off is because you are scared that you are not going to rise to the occasion. You're scared that you're going to fail. You're not going to be consistent. People are going to laugh at you. What are people going to think? Blah, 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 blah. All the BS that we all have running through our heads. My call to action for you, my challenge for you is to look into it. Take action on it. Consider Instead of the worst case scenario and thinking all of the terrible things that could happen by saying yes to this thing on your heart, consider the best things that could happen because it's an equal playing field. You're going to get what you go in thinking you're going to get, right? Like if you go in thinking that this is going to be a disaster and you're not going to be consistent and you're going to ruin this and blah, 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 that's probably what you're going to get. It's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy most of the time. But if you go in saying, what's the best thing that could happen with this? What is like the best outcome look like? If I commit to this, if I really try, how could this look a year later? How could my business look? How could I look as a person? 
if I take on this thing that I want to try. I really want you to ponder that and take action on it because you never know where life can take you when you allow yourself, you give yourself the opportunity to rise to that next level for yourself, to rise to that occasion of the next level of you. Not a lot of people are gonna come to you and offer that, right? Like this is up to us. So give yourself that opportunity to blow your own mind because best case scenario, it could be a really, really cool experience. and. And even if it's maybe not fun or maybe if it doesn't end up exactly how you want it, at least you've learned a lesson and at least you tried, right? Like if I hadn't have said yes to my podcast, I'd be sitting here today wondering, hmm, should I start now? I wonder what would have happened if I had started a year ago, right? Like now I'm a year in, I'm so much better than my day one and I'm getting better every day and it's impacted my business in so many ways and I can describe because I took a chance and I gave myself the opportunity to do something new and well and learn and stumble through it. All right. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, I would love if you shared it in your stories, if you shared it with your team, your friends, your mama, whoever. Yeah. Y'all thank you so much for listening to this. I cannot believe when I look at the downloads for this podcast, it doesn't even seem real. (laughs) Um, but I'm just incredibly humbled by it. I really am. I don't just say that. I really don't understand how so many people listen to me every single week, but here we are. And I'm just incredibly humbled and thankful for it. I do not take it for granted. And I just appreciate every single one of you. So I hope you have a lovely day and I will see you here in a week. And don't forget, if you have not joined the giveaway or entered into the giveaway, do so because you and I might get to work together a one-on-one, right? All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free six figure influencer Facebook group.